Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the pillow that started it all. Get my standard my pillow, regularly $49.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Just like all of you, I've tried every pillow out there, and none of them worked. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented pill adjusts your exact individual needs, helps keep your neck aligned, and it holds its shape all night long, regardless of your sleep position. So you get the best sleep of your life. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing them to you for the lowest price ever. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.98. For a more custom fit, my premium queen for only $27.98. Or my premium king, only $34.98. My 60-day money-back guarantees it'll be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Oh, 
shotgun in my hands Behind the gun I'll make my final stand Yeah And that's why they call me fuck hello where's the camera start virtual camera no no okay this is odd what happened uh, to the camera howdy hello hello odd where to go I, I don't know how fucking weird okay. anyway 
till we figure this one out. Give us just a second. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Where oh, is she? shit. Yoo-hoo. Let's turn the camera off and turn it on. Uh, no, because it's not going to make a difference. Um. Oh, okay. I'm very confused right now because we test everything. And it was literally just working. It was just working. It was just working. Motherfucker. He says, you wear just working. Yes. Invisibility cloaks are activated. Invisibility cloak activated. No shit. Uh, let me see here. No. Nothing. No. We might have to shut this down and come back. Okay. Give us one minute, folks. We're going to be right back. Weird. Fucking A. This is bullshit. Yes. Weirdness. You, I don't know if you guys can still hear us. Probably not. I don't not, think so. Because it I, goes through StreamYard. I run my audio, it's still not showing up. Hmm. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Uh, give us now, just start virtual. They still can't hear us because you're not in. Not I know, in there, I know, I know, I know. I'm going to do something else. Stand by. Okay. Mike broke the can. Nope, still not showing up. Turn Telegram. Quit Telegram. That has nothing to do with it. I'm telling you, that's got nothing to do with. I'm it. just trying to free up CPU. It's not. Like empty that's trash, not changing that anything. It's not changing anything. This sucks. All right. Sorry, folks. We're still working it because I still don't know what the fuck's wrong with the camera and I didn't do shit to the camera. Ain't my fault. No shit. No shit. Ain't this motherfucker's fault. Get off of my back. Shit. The last one to touch the camera. Oh, no. They could still hear everything. Oh, they could? Yeah. You guys can hear everything? That's so weird. That's so weird. Uh, let me see if maybe the channel died. Maybe. Mm. Nope, it's not registering the whole fucking thing. Da, 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 this is craziness. No shit. This is great. Oh, there we are. There we are. Shit. Yeah. Hold on one second. We do have to leave and come right back. Give me one minute. Yeah, because it's pulsing. Yeah. Give us one second. Fix this. Look at that. Good job. Done. Fixed. So proud of you. Anyway. So minus that, without further ado, uh, welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. That was a little tribute to uh, somebody I just found out about today that passed away back in April. March March 22nd. One of the guys I uh, used to know um, and worked with very closely. Um, Good dude. Uh, Matter of fact, every time that five-finger death punch uh, came around. That was the show we went to see. No matter where we were in the world, we found a way to go see a Five Finger Dead Punch show. Um, he had a fixation for him, and that was one of his favorite songs because he always said, I ride in bad company, and that's a good thing to be in this world. And I can't disagree with the man. Hmm. Um, we are bad company. You don't, you don't want to ride with me. That means we're going to do some shit that you probably aren't going to be real proud of. 
But anyway, okay. anyway, great guy, but found out that um, his wife reached out to me. I had absolutely no idea he had passed away. Um, passed away in some, hold on a sec, I'm still fixing shit. Uh, passed away under some really weird circumstances uh, out in front of the hospital. Um, and they found him later that day and he was dead in his car. Um, died suddenly. He was jabbed three times. Um, she believes the jab killed him. Um, I have to agree with her. She found our podcast, um, recognized you and recognized, recognized me and, uh, reached out and said, I, I think my husband was killed because of the jab. And she said, I, she's like, what do I do? I regret getting the jab. And I told her everything that she needs to do. Um, but it, it just goes to show you folks that even at that level, those guys are still getting the jab. I know that most of my guys that are close to me, they didn't get it because our team sergeant was very much against it or team sergeant major. He was very much against it. Um, but guys on other teams, but guys on other teams, with? no guarantee and mm. other squadrons, no guarantee. I, uh, I feel for him. It's that this guy, he was a fucking stud. I can tell you, this guy was with me. We were in Ranger Battalion together. We were in Special Forces together. And then we ended up with in Delta together. Um, he, uh, he went to the hospital, apparently wasn't feeling good. They found him out in his car, dead in his car. Uh, fucking had great kids and it's a fucking shame. I just tell you right there, that's died of unknown causes. And they said eventually previously undetected heart condition, heart undetected heart condition. And then it was what they're, they were trying to come out and claim, well, it was a massive heart attack. It was a widow maker heart attack. Um, That's impossible. (laughs) All right. I I've watched, you have no idea what we do physically to be where we were at. That there's no way that that motherfucker had a heart condition like that and hadn't died yet. There is no way. Trust me. I've had my pulse where it just felt like a large vein in my arm and it felt like it wiggled a little bit. That was it. That's how high I've had my pulse rate at. And I was still able to operate and do minor motor functions that you shouldn't be able to do at those levels, like put a gun back together. He was one of those people that could do it and he wouldn't even break a sweat doing it. You couldn't even tell that he was being stressed out. And to hear shit like this, I mean, it it doesn't matter. They're going after, they don't give a flying fuck. Cause right there, that guy, (laughs) Tell you what. He was one of the best. He, yeah. He's one of the dudes you definitely wanted carrying a rifle in your corner. That's what you wanted. That's what our America was about. <sighs> Anywho. My yeah. Bad. So, sorry, babe. Um, Linz, most of my plans made it. I, uh, I took the covers off of my garden today. Only my young tomatoes succumbed. Um, I actually had Oregon peas going. Um, those are fine because they're used to cold. They're Oregon peas. Um, celery, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, 
carrots, parsnips, turnips. But really all they, your cold they, weather. They all did great. Um, but that's because I they're winter plants or winter garden. Uh, the the potted plants, the the peppers, and I did have some other young tomatoes in, in pot seedlings that had gotten pretty big. Those, those we, were fine. Those, those we were put, in my... We put in the pool house and make... Um, we had a, a an air conditioner in there for when we had the brooder in there with the baby chicks. Uh, it actually doubles as a heater as well. So we ran the heater at like 62 degrees and they were, they're fine. So I'm, I left them in there. Cause it's going to be 38 tonight. Um, Still a little cold. For a little soft. cold. Yeah, exactly. A little cold for, for summer plants. So uh, yeah, but I'll bring them out tomorrow because tomorrow's going to be 70 below 50. They'll be fine after that. So, yep. So we did, we did pretty well. And then the, the tomatoes seedlings in a couple of days when the ground really warms up again, I'll, I'll plant those over in the garden. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, we got lots to cover tonight. Uh, been a lot of some, a lot of news that's come out. Um, I, I don't even know how to talk about it, but obviously we're start, we'll just start with the beginning holiday flight, flight mares. This was this morning. This is insane. This is what I saw this morning on Fox news. It's everywhere, actually. I have a whole a whole string of them from different this places. Was okay, and get this, folks. This is about one airline. Mm-hmm. Delta, no problem. Nor, uh, United, United, no American, problem. American, no, no problem. problem. Southwest, Southwest. Ninety five percent of the cancellations are from Southwest. Why is that? Well, uh, you know what? What? Let's let's because I'm trying to figure out okay. why Delta. Listen, mm-hmm. why Delta and American Airlines, which I figured those two right off the bat mm-hmm. would be the ones that would be suffering from pilot loss. You know what the or, difference is? Delta, American, United do not have a vaccine mandate for incoming pilots. Southwest has a vaccine mandate for every single employee in their company, and if you're not vaccinated, they just pass over your application. So they they will not hire you if you're not vaccinated. So wait a minute. The old pilots who got vaccinated in Delta and American and United, those pilots are what, dead? Um, because right now, this is about the time that we said it was going to start getting frisky in the air. Yeah. Because we were going to start seeing more jab deaths. The difference is they're, they're not, most of them aren't boosted. And honestly, from what I'm hearing, a lot of them just never have, got the jab just, just have, have fake cards. cards yeah i've heard that too i've heard a lot um, of that but southwest not so much so mm, south, very weird southwest, they're having a problem with pilots southwest lost like half their i don't know something like 40 something percent of their staff over the past year and they've not been able to recoup their losses in hiring and um they're like half of their people are sick because they all requ- were required to get the booster three, four months ago. Um, so at the, to the, the point where they actually put a kibosh on sick outs, like calling out sick. Unless you're in the hospital, you cannot call out sick right now at Southwest. You have to go to work or you lose your job. It doesn't matter how sick you are. You better get your ass in there. Wow. Sounds like the Nazis came home to roost. Yeah. Maybe they flew home to roost. Mm -hmm. Would that be a better way to put it? Or maybe they flew the coop? No. All right. I'm sorry. I'll stop. But literally, this was at five o'clock this morning. This is insane. 
and this is absolutely nuts. And this is what gave me the now, idea you, I, for I did, the episode. I got a call from tonight. I got a call from my aunt two days ago because we still have we have evil bitch dog, and she was supposed to go home yesterday. Today she was supposed to. Yeah, no, she was supposed to go home yesterday. Right. And she knew she was supposed to go home yesterday. Now she's getting really fucking cranky because she has a limit of how much time she can spend with us before she's just like, I'm All done right, with I'm your done crazy with your ass pre- puppies. I, I want to go home. Like she loves us, but she's done. So I got a call from my aunt saying uh, they canceled my flight and I, I can't even rebook until the 29th. It's the 29th. She's supposed to fly home the day after Christmas. Very late, which is why she was picking her up yesterday. But uh, yeah, so I can't get him. I can't even get until the 29th. I'm so sorry. I was like, I mean, don't worry about it. You know, at least you're staying with family. It's not like you have to pay for a hotel and you know, we we've got max that she's fine. So she and Seamus had it out. Not sure who won, but, uh, Maxie got a little bloody and Seamus was very contrite. And so, you know, they're okay. But yeah. Shit's no joke. Yeah. It's coming. I think these, these pilots watch, watch this. This is, it's what I woke up to. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You know how pissed I would be right now. What the seriously? Fuck? What the fuck is going on with your phone? Jesus Christ! Shut the fuck up. Um, you put your shit on. Do not disturb while we're doing the show. I'm about to fucking shoot it. It's about to get a bullet through it. It's not the phone's fault. Yeah, it is. <laughs> fucking phone. I'm tired of that fucking thing. <sighs> but. Could you imagine how livid I would be if we had just oh my, oh my, flown you in? You would be in jail right now. Yeah, I would have gotten it. Yeah, would you have absolutely would have been arrested. Right? If yep. we were flying, which is why we don't we don't fly anymore. I would be in jail. You would be in jail. Yeah. I would be. Fucking You'd be in the gulag. Furious. Yes. Go ahead, play play this. Furious. I would be in jail. Oh my god, I'd be in jail. Yeah, airport jail. Yeah, even worse. I would have done the, mm-hmm. the fucked up thing and got fucked, fucking this arrested in the Fox airport. 10, but it's all the same one. So, well, no, because the best one was this morning was yeah, the well. little debate they had. Uh, no legs, uh, <laughs> Chauncey McGee there and his little buddies <laughs> up there on the fucking screen. Oh my god! Their debate was fucking epic this morning. Oh Jesus! Okay. Thousands of Southwest flights canceled as the holiday travel nightmare continues across the country. Yeah, what a mess. Right now, thousands of people, they're just stranded at airports all across the country, including right here in Phoenix. And Fox 10's Lindsay Regas joins us now with the latest. Lindsay. Yeah, guys, according to Flight Aware, more than 3,000 flights in the U.S. have been canceled today. About 85% of those are Southwest flights. The misery map shows the last four hours. You can see we have Denver at four, 53 delayed flights, and then we have Atlanta, and then, of course, Phoenix in third with 40 delayed flights and 20 canceled flights. According to the Southwest Airlines Flight Attendant Union, the lack of commitment to technology upgrades is to blame for these delays. We're learning the airline is experiencing issues connecting their flight crews to their schedules, saying it is a scheduling issue, not a staffing issue. 2,600 Southwest flights were canceled today. They also scrubbed 2,500 flights for Wednesday and 1,200 for Thursday. Look. Listen to how careful they were about the word choice there. Mm-hmm. Listen to the word choice. It's not a staffing issue. It's a scheduling bullshit. bullshit. It's a staffing issue because you don't have the pilots to fly the flights that you thought you were going to need. And they don't have it. 
This is definitely a staffing issue. This is such a cover-up to throw dust. You don't see this. You're not looking here right now. These are not the drones you seek. Listen, it gets better. Attentive viewpoint and um, is the fact that Southwest Airlines has not invested enough in its technological systems and its technological infrastructure to be able to handle when massive cancellations are needed and required when there's inclement weather. <sighs> well, it was quite a journey to get here. I missed, well, didn't miss. My flight was canceled in Oakland, waited for five hours, then they canceled it, got a flight out of SFO to no, no, no. Hold on. Listen, folks. Okay. Yes. I can understand the beginning. Yep. There were bad storms. It was cold. Mm -hmm. It was freezing. But hold the fucking phone. That storm's done pushed through like two days ago. Yeah. Get it's the out fuck west. out of here. For two, three days. Like, what the fuck? No, no way that you're still you're blaming this on the storm. Nope. This isn't the storm. This is just Southwest because Delta and everybody else is flying just fine. Weird. Very weird. Airbank and drove to Phoenix. Then since I've been here for two days, came here yesterday at 6 a.m. Didn't leave the airport, airport till 2 because they canceled my flight and they were just giving delays. Representative Ruben Gallego sent a letter to Southwest Airlines CEO Bob Jordan demanding answers. He has a list of questions, including when will Arizonans be offered refunds and if those who are forced to get a hotel room or rent a car will be refunded as well. The U.S. Department of Transportation says it will investigate why Southwest Airlines lagged so far behind other carriers. We'll have more on the cancellations coming up at five. Reporting live in studio, Lindsay Regis, Fox 10 News. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, oh, you know that the Department of Transportation under the fucking direction and tutelage of Pete Buttigieg. Oh, booty judge. Oh, well, they're we'll going to make sure we'll get to him. Yep. They're going to make sure they get to the bottom of this. We'll get to him because, you know, they got to the bottom of Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. They bottomed Joe Biden out. Yeah. What? You know that bottom of something. No, that's where me and Liana want to put him. Mm. That's what you're thinking of. And that's a ew, icky. Icky. What up, Jay Lav? Good to see you, fucker. Hey, Jay. Hope you had a good Christmas, man. So that was now, in Phoenix, right? So that was in Phoenix. So check this one out. Nightmare after Christmas. Nightmare after Christmas, yes. Those across the country are struggling to get home today. Thousands more flights were canceled yesterday in the wake of last week's severe winter weather. More than 100 of those were at Orlando International Airport, and many of them were from Southwest Airlines. Let's bring in Fox 35's Nestor Model. He is live at MCL this morning. Nestor, of course, we've got those delays, right, and the cancellations. We know they are expected to continue today, but boy, Southwest has some headaches because there are so many cancellations. And Southwest is also saying when people can expect to get home, and it's not today. No, so Southwest is telling passengers that if you were on a canceled flight, if your flight is canceled, they will not be able to rebook you until Saturday. So that's the news that we've been hearing from the PA as of about an hour ago. So bad news for folks, some of whom will not be able to depart Orlando International until at least Saturday, December 31st. These are the lines here at Southwest check-in. We know that they have it split between those who have canceled. 
Saturday. Saturday. They can't rebook till Saturday. And this is in Orlando, okay? This has nothing to I'm do with sorry. the cold weather. No shit. It's not that cold down here. It's, it's really not. It's actually the temperature planes like to fly at. Yeah. It's perfect. You want to fly in the cold air. You don't. It was a beautiful day today. You do not want to fly in warm air. Okay. Warm air is troubled air. You have issues in warm air. Yeah. Oh my God. I found, I think I found the Fox News debate you were talking about. If you want me to download it real quick. Yeah. No legs, McGee. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was seven hours ago. So I'm guessing. Let me see. Yep, there's no leg, no legs McGee. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's the one. It was, right. it was well, quite. Play this clip, and I'll it was quite that comical. Quick. All right, because that's the one I want you to wake up. That's All what right. I woke up to this Jeez. morning. I was just sitting there going, "Are you fucking serious?" Okay. After the shit that we saw with fucking, even Liana covered the shit with fucking uh, the dumb bitch. Uh, Ingram on her Ingram angle yelling about weed the other night, making weed a huge, Oh, it's an issue. Oh my God. It's Weed's a big back. You're going to get infected by smoking weed. And there's 200 billion studies out there that tell you, Hey, if you smoke a little weed, it's actually really good really for good you. For you. Anyhow, play this clip. Um, and, and I'll download that other one for you real quick. Uh, let's turn our attention now, the latest around Southwest Airlines, under pressure yet again today. According to FlightAware, Southwest has already canceled more than 2,000 flights this morning. Southwest CEO Bob Jordan releasing a video last night apologizing for the situation. I want everyone who is dealing with the problems we've been facing, whether you haven't been able to get to where you need to go, or you're one of our heroic employees caught up in a massive effort to stabilize the airline uh, to know is that we're doing everything we can to return to a normal operation. And please also hear that I'm truly sorry. I mean, the situation, Morgan, is just a complete Oof. mess. Transportation Secretary Buttigieg today said he wants to hold this airline accountable. That was the word that he used. How exactly you do that, I'm not exactly certain. I mentioned yesterday uh, a CNBC producer mm -hmm. was one of those stranded. I was literally just told they're not going to be back until January 1st. They cannot get back until January 1st. So you can't imagine. I mean, you've seen the I heard you comment earlier on the, the video the that we've seen of the bags on tarmac, on tarmacs all Texas over the airports, people, yeah. you know, stranded all over the place. And what what that accountability level? I wonder what that what that is. Well, it seems like the next step for and who knows? I mean, you know, for Southwest is going to be I don't know about the accountability part of it. This feels like low hanging fruit and maybe a little more optics than reality in terms of regulatory, you know, blowback from the DOT, but who knows? I don't know. Um, but it does seem like what you're now going to have. No, you, you know what we need to do, folks? You, you need to go, uh, and I hate to tell you to do this, but you, you got to kind of get nerdy here. You got to go look at your 401ks. You got to go look at your investments. You got to find out where you're invested in. You see that red graph behind you? That's how we hurt South. This is how we hold Southwest accountable. You pull all Except, of your money out of Southwest. You know what they're just going to do? They're just going to give Southwest money. Because well, no, Southwest no, 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 but, is going to say that their they, they, their equipment is isn't up to snuff or blah 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 blah, and um, they're going to ask for a bailout with the Republican Congress. I don't think so. 
I'm telling you. I don't think so. Fucking bailout. You're not going to ask for a fucking... $1.7 trillion? Come on. Republican Congress doesn't give a fuck. They already passed that shit. I, I Can that even happen? I don't think that can happen. Why not? Because that would be one company. Helping out a private sector industry is a completely different opposite subject. Really? Yes. Remember the banking bailout? Yes. We've already bailed out. We already bailed out the freaking airline like, industry over COVID. There was like three banks in that whole banking bailout. We'll see. Anyway. And it was evenly divided amongst right. the three. Well, your your clip is in show clips now. I, I just, I, I, do you watch that stock tank? I'm telling you, that's how we hurt them. That is how we do it. And okay. then if your people go and give them money, then you know who to vote out. If it even matters. At this point, what difference does it make? What difference at this point does it make? Hmm, it should be the top one. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. All right. So this is what I actually woke up to. This is the one that fucking gave me the whole idea for this show tonight because I was like, are you kidding me? We're making, this is like what we were just talking about fear. This is fear porn 101. Watch this. It's scary. Scary, stupid. Not scary, scary, but scary, stupid. Holiday travel chaos. The Department of Transportation promising to look into the actions of Southwest Airlines as thousands of flights are canceled. Our next guest is a member of the House Transportation Committee and a member, uh, and even her children were stranded while traveling home for the holidays. South Carolina Congresswoman Nancy Mace joins us now. Good morning, Congresswoman. So just tell us your you know experience with this travel chaos that we've been seeing. Right. It's uh, been pretty terrible to see airlines getting billions of dollars and see this kind of debacle four now five days in. But Saturday night, my children were flying back home uh, to Charleston. They love to spend Christmas with their cousins like so many families across the country were traveling back and got stuck in Baltimore. Could not rebook a flight for four days. Uh, rental cars also unavailable for our family who are traveling back. It has been a huge disaster for us. Almost didn't get to see my kids on Christmas Day. We were able to to get them home Sunday night late. But the luggage somewhere in Ohio right now uh, this morning on Wednesday, five days later. So, Congressman, just a follow up on that, because you are on the House Transportation Committee and Pete Buttigieg, the Transportation Secretary, has said they're going to look into this. But so much of the time this results in more regulation when a lot of the time a lot of these problems are caused by over-regulation. So how do you think the government can help or hurt in this situation? I think there has to be a balance. There's clearly going to be a correction in the market. People are outraged. And if you look at the communications from Southwest over the last five days, only two posts on, on their social media about what's going on. When you go to their website to find information, it's very difficult to do that. Some of the links they post don't even work. They're giving people 30 days to rebook their flight and do that same exact travel in the next 30 days. It's very unreasonable. So I think number one, you're gonna see the market do some corrections. Their stock was down. The other thing that we're- 
Well, wait, wait, wait. They're giving them 30 days to rebook and they have to do that exact same travel within 30 days. So you got the time off to go see your grandma in Ohio for Christmas. And now you have to get that a time off of work again and go see her for a fucking Valentine's Day. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, no, no. That's not how that works. It's fucking retarded. All right. First of all, that is not the clip. I the, the the clip I wanted was from the beginning of the show. Well, this is like maybe it's after that. That's after he got uh, no legs. McGee got his fucking pecker slapped by the big broad, the big broad mm-hmm. blonde there. Okay, she well, she's pregnant, so yeah, I I can imagine she's and jabbed a lot of pecker slapping these days and jabbed. Um, no, because he they made some comments that she's no. that. Oh yeah, they no, did something she's about jabbed. And she got all butthurt when they brought up the whole jab thing. Mm. And when he brought up this morning, he was like, man, I, you know, over the summer I was flying two, three times a week. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, fuck, if you fly that much, holy shit. Um, that's pretty crazy. That's a crazy flight schedule. Forget the fact that you're missing both your legs. It's a crazy flight schedule just to begin with. Yeah. I hate being in airports. I despise airports. Yet these fuckers are flying four or five times a week. Craziness. Anyway, he went on. He said something about flying and she said something about, well, think about me. I've got to fly. I got like four bags and he kind of just slumped his head to the side and said, really? I've got two different sets of legs I got to take with me everywhere. <laughs> and she lost her shit. She got a, oh, don't compare yourself to me. That I'm pregnant. Hysterical. And I was like, oh no, this is not happening at five o'clock in the morning on Fox News. Mm-mm. It sure is. Yeah, they didn't put that, that clip up. No one cared about it that much. They care about Nancy Mace's kids more. That was, it was, mm-hmm. oh my God, it was Sorry, a riot. Babe. He just like looked at her. He's like, really? Yep. I've got two sets of fucking legs. I've got to transport mm-hmm. everywhere I go. But you know, since Nancy Mace's kids, Nancy Mace being on the transportation committee and whatnot, um, maybe since she almost didn't get to see her kids for Christmas, maybe she'll, uh, you know, actually get something done. Nah. 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 I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> That shit ain't happening. You got a better chance of fucking, oh my God, you got a better chance of hell freezing over a second time. Oh, well, it already kind of almost happened once. It it snowed in Miami. So maybe I shouldn't say that too loud. Nah, Bear. I'm sorry. Nah. Nah. Not for me. You trapped me in a fucking, in an airport that long. Yeah, I'm killing somebody. I could not stay there for a whole day and a night. No, nah, bear. With more cancellations on the way and so many travelers still in limbo, when and how does this meltdown end? Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg joins us now. Secretary, thank you for being here. First up, Southwest clearly made mistakes. What does the airline owe the thousands of passengers stranded by what their own employees have described as mismanagement and dated technology? Well, they need to take care of their passengers and they need to take care of their employees. Look, everybody understands that there is extreme weather across the country, but where most airlines saw their performance start to improve, Southwest has actually moved in the other direction. You've got passengers who are stranded. Uh, you got uh, uh, passengers who can't get a hold of customer service. It's an unacceptable situation. Secretary, I know you've spoken with Southwest Airlines. Uh, could they tell you how they fix this? 
they told me in their words that they will go above and beyond their written customer service plan. Uh, I'm going to be holding them accountable for doing that. Does that mean financial compensation? Absolutely. At a minimum, there need to be cash refunds for uh, the the canceled flights, and uh, they need to be taking care of passengers where uh, they got stuck with meals, hotel compensation. Now, they've they've put up a website to uh, get those kinds of requests in. Secretary, I want to go back to October of last year when Southwest had nearly the exact same problem. Thousands of flights canceled. How can travelers have faith in the airline and to be frank, have faith in your department as a watchdog if these problems keep happening? Well, what we did, especially over the course of the problems we saw this year, was press the airlines to increase their customer service commitments. They did that. They did that in writing. And now that we have that in hand, we are able to hold them accountable to a higher standard than what was possible last year. Now, again, what we have going on right now is different for Southwest, this one airline, than what we're seeing across the rest of the system. As a watchdog, we are going to hold them accountable. And we're going to have to take a deeper look at what's going on with their scheduling systems. We all understand that uh, you can't control the weather. Uh, This has clearly crossed the line from what's an uncontrollable weather situation to something that is the airline's direct responsibility. All right, Secretary Buttigieg, we appreciate your time tonight. Well, I don't see Pete Buttigieg or anybody in the Congress, for that matter, doing a damn thing about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you all, no. but if you want to hold your breath, Till Pete Buttigieg and the Congress does something about this. You go right ahead. He'll probably go on vacation. But let me warn you about something. That's my guess. Okay. He'll go on vacation for me. He already did. He went with the president. They're down in the Bahamas. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know exactly where the fuck they went. I know. It's coming up. You and I both know where Pete Buttigieg and his fucking boyfriend are, or husband. his husband. Yep. They rolled out on Air Force One to make fun of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Come on. We know exactly what the fuck's going on. Hmm. This is so fucking crazy. Just ridiculous. I, I just, uh, wow, just amazing. But don't worry, it gets better. We got more because we never, we never not come with resistance. So want to go out to where our Josh Breslow just spoke with Captain Casey Murray. He's the president of the Southwest Airlines Pilots Association on the latest, especially with Southwest flights. Let's listen in here now with us we appreciate it well thank you thanks for having me of course so first off what is going on and what are your thoughts on it well it's um it's it's disgraceful to to say the least uh the fact that our customers are are stuck in airports uh are not able to get home to their loved ones it's um it's challenging to say the least are you surprised to see this happening Actually, I'm not. This is something that we've we've been predicting and, and we've seen. I mean, we, we've dealt with this. Uh, we had a Columbus Day meltdown that was that was catastrophic. Not quite this catastrophic, but um, we've been seeing this for several years now. Is this impacting your livelihood, the pilot's livelihood? Well, at the end of the day, I mean, our success is Southwest success. And, and if they don't succeed, we don't. This is devastating to, to our customers that ultimately uh, support uh, who we are and what we do. So the big question here, what can be done about this? What needs to happen to fix all of this? Well, as I said, we've seen more and more meltdowns coming more and more frequently with more and more severity. Uh, this one is just a capstone on 
on what's continued to happen. This is a failure of leadership. It's a failure of IT. It's a failure of processes. The infrastructure is not just not there uh, to operate the airline and the complexities of our airline today. Do you think that this is going to tarnish Southwest's image and its future as an airline? Is this going to have a lasting effect of any kind? It absolutely is. You, you can't displace and harm um, in, in, in an emotional sense um, our customers and the tens of thousands. All right, I'm not going to let this go on for the next 50 fucking minutes, but did you guys hear something there? Did it seem like the guy that was asking the questions was reading from a script? Um, of does course it, he was. They all read from scripts. Does it not? Does it not sound like the same questions that were just asked to Pete Buttigieg? I, I thought I had a. I know I had dude's apology. Where did it go? That's probably the last one. Mm-mm. Hmm. All right. Well, you got dead air now. Well, then That's talk. That's what you hate. I, no, 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 no. Oh, no. No, no. You're, yeah, taking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're taking over. You're sticking your head in front of my face. I most and definitely my am. My microphone is right there. So I you know talk. it. That's fine. I had what, you can't do two things at once? No, I had dude's apology. What the fuck happened to it? I, I don't know. Oh, it's craziness. Um, uh, as much fun as this is, as cool as this looks. There it is. Noise. No, maybe not. Maybe I think we already watched this one. Yeah, we did. All right. Never mind. Yeah, we already saw that. We already saw the apology. Hmm. It started with the apology. Okay. All right. Well, his apology really doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't. The point is, they're lying about what the reason is. That is the point. Absolutely. They are lying about why they can't meet their needs right now because, because they don't have the pilots. When he says they don't have, it's because they don't have hubs because they're not centralized. They, you know, they, they serve communities. Well, then those communities should have those staff and pilots available. Why, why, why is Arizona, why is ready and waiting to go Flagstaff, the hub for Southwest That's Airlines? Literally what the, 34-year-old CEO said wow. in his apology. A 34-year-old CEO. Mm -hmm. Didn't we just hear about another 34-year-old who's going to jail for Sam like Bankman -Fried? a very long time? SBF. Wow. Sam, Sam Bankman Sounds Fried? like those two may have been implanted. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Who knows? Hmm. Maybe as a shill front for how we can bankrupt major corporations in the United States. Maybe there are more to come. Maybe, maybe Apple and some of these other big tech crack rock fucking investment well, firms. And while I don't believe run that by the, 34 year olds, the weather caused um, the significant disruption in South Southwest services. Um, it certainly was incredibly impactful in a lot of places in the country. But go ahead and, and play this, because I think this goes from Southwest to 
to Buffalo. Maybe. But Buffalo might be the next one. The airport in Buffalo, New York, remains closed, and so are most of its streets, while the death toll from the Christmas blizzard keeps rising. At least 31 deaths are now blamed on the weather in Erie County alone, the epicenter of this historic winter storm that brought more than four feet of snow. City officials have gone from search and rescue to clearing the roads, and they warn that the work is far from over. Tara Lynch of our Buffalo affiliate WIVB is tracking the massive recovery effort. With nearly 50 inches of snow covering the streets, the city of Buffalo is facing the next challenge in this historic storm, attempting to clear the roads. Emergency crews are working tirelessly to get the snow, ice, and hundreds of abandoned vehicles off the road. National Guardsman Matthew Waldman is on the front lines. There's a lot of stranded cars, a lot of stranded trucks, um, semis, a couple trees on the buildings, uh, lots of buildings completely covered in snow. Waldman became a hometown hero this weekend, helping Buffalo residents TJ Thomas and Denisha King get to the hospital safely to deliver their fourth child after their car was completely snowed in. In my mind, I was just hoping that she was okay and I would be able to get her to the hospital for her to deliver the baby. and baby be able to recover from the delivery safely. But not all residents have experienced miracles like that over the past few days. With the dangerous road conditions, Linda Kaczynski hasn't been able to drive to her father's house just a few miles away to check on him. My brother actually walked there two days in the middle of the blizzard, <laughs> all bundled up. Extraordinary measures in an extraordinary storm that's taken its toll on a community that's no stranger to snow. For CBS Mornings in Buffalo, Tara Lynch. That goes back to community, folks. That goes back to taking care of your neighbors. You know, like I, I remember living up there. We used to go out and help each other shovel our driveways in the morning. That's before we went to PT. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's so much more that it's weird when you're in those bad areas where you get weather like that, people really do band together because they know how bad it fucking sucks to do it by yourself. You know, um, there's you know, people like I, I had neighbors that always, if I was gone or I was deployed or I was out of the state, and no one was there to plow my driveway. Somebody would go run there. They wouldn't do it every day or every minute of the day, but they would keep it at a reasonable level where you could still pull into the driveway, back, back out, put your car in the road and plow out your driveway. It wasn't to the point where you couldn't drive into your driveway. Right. And that's what neighbors do. Well, the next clip, I'm sorry to say is not such a heartwarming story cheery go lucky no. that's what neighbors do no, think? no 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 why this would be mother of the apocalypse over here come on you know what she's bringing to the table the end of the fucking world oh go figure it's cnn <laughs> the death toll in erie county new york climbing again 34 people now dead as a result of this devastating winter storm. Rescue crews are still searching for people stranded during the blizzard. CNN's Athena Jones is live in Buffalo. Hi there, Athena. How are things there today? 
Hi, Amar. Well, the dig out, the digging out from this storm continues. I want to show you uh, the result of some of that uh, digging out. Look at this huge uh, pile of snow. You could very call it. It's a mountain of snow. It is dwarfing some of these two-story houses on a street nearby. So clearly, several feet high. In fact, they are no longer dumping snow there because they're concerned that it's getting too high. They've moved it to another pile on the other side of those trees. Uh, but we're talking about more than four feet of snow that fell over the course of several days. Uh, uh, and now that snow has ended and the cleanup continues. The driving ban remains in effect because uh, authorities want, their, their goal is to clear at least one lane in every street in Buffalo uh, by tomorrow morning. And so they'll reevaluate that driving ban uh, overnight or in the early hours, depending on the progress of snow removal. But one thing that's so, one reason this is so important is the number of people who uh, that emergency services could not reach uh, during the height of the storm. We know more than 400 uh, calls to EMS went unanswered. And so that is the main reason for making sure there is at least one lane open in every street uh, so that the city's emergency operations can can, can function properly. Uh, as you mentioned, 34 fatalities now, that's three more than we knew of last night. And at least three of those, two men and one woman are uh, two, two John Doe's and one Jane Doe. So un unidentified people, uh, authorities say that families who are missing a loved one should call uh, the police. And we know that the National Guard began at 9.30 this morning going door to door doing wellness checks in neighborhoods that lost power. Much of the power has been restored, but neighborhoods that lost power, uh, they're going to check on them uh, to make sure that no one's uh, in trouble inside. And Authorities are also going door to door, uh, checking on the people who called emergency services and were not able to be reached. So the goal here, uh, uh, clear this snow and, and clear as much as possible before the temperatures warm up to the, to the 50s uh, to try to avoid a flood threat. Amara? And Athena, you mentioned the number of people who called emergency services and were not able to get help. That includes apparently 22-year-old Andel Taylor, uh, who was found dead in her car. She sent her sisters this video as she was stuck in snow trying to get home from work. Watch. No, because. It's heartbreaking. She never made it home. What more do, do we know about what happened to Endel Taylor? It's just terrible. The details are a little bit spotty here. We know that she was uh, driving home from her job at a senior citizen center and that she was apparently only about six more minutes away from her house by car. And that's when she got stranded. Uh, she had just moved up to Buffalo or she had moved up to Buffalo at some point recently from North Carolina. And she was communicating with her, some of her family down in North Carolina. There's a group chat with the sisters. That's what she was sending the videos to. And she just wasn't, wasn't able to be reached. She had called 911, but just they couldn't get to her. Uh, and so later on, she was found dead. It really is just heartbreaking. Emma. Oh, Athena Jones, thank you. Well, as Buffalo. That's it. So apparently she. Justice for Wendell Taylor. I'm, I'm calling it right now. We need to go down. We need to go up to heaven and burn down most of heaven. That's how we'll get justice. I mean. I mean, it is a horrible way to die. Don't get me wrong. So in the group chat with her sisters, and they're in North Carolina, they don't know how to deal with snow. They don't know how to deal with hypothermia. But in the, in the group chat with her sisters, she said that she was really tired and she was going to get some sleep. Um, and then she That's was the worst thing you can do. And then she was going to go um, try and walk home. But she left her car running and the snow piled up and blocked her tailpipe. 
So they think she died of carbon monoxide poisoning before she actually froze. That's fucking horrible. Still a horrible way to go. Still a horrible way to go. That is fucking. Wow. That's why you don't go to sleep. You have to stay. So you don't drive home in a blizzard. You have to stay awake in those situations. If you get stuck in one, it's so easy. All you got to do every little bit is go out, clear your tailpipe, make sure there's no fucking snow in front of your tailpipe. As long as you got a full tank of gas, you can idle all night long Mm -hmm. and damn near into the afternoon the next day. Before you have to get worried, as long as you keep your doorways clear and you keep that tailpipe clear, you stay in that fucking vehicle until that motherfucker runs out of gas, period. See, the thing is, I mean, people who live in Buffalo are re- they they are ready for possible blizzards because this shit, this isn't new. Buffalo is used to snow, but when she's you're, a, when she's you're a moving up from North yeah. Carolina, when you haven't had a winter up there, you, you don't know what to do. You got to remember, I, I grew up in the Northeast, so I knew about winters. Granted, I didn't know. And by the way, I just wanted to throw this in there too. I realized they're making a big deal about Buffalo. I realized that. Watertown, New York, though. They got like eight feet of snow. They got eight feet of snow. Okay. They opened everything today. Okay. They're not like Buffalo. I get it. Population size, not even half the size. I get it. And they have snow from fucking. But they have. September until May. Eight feet of fucking snow. And they opened everything today. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying anything, but. You're right, Sparky. This weather event is not natural. But There's it's no, I mean. In the areas that we got snow, it's nothing unusual. Uh, so did you hear the story about that startup climate company that said they were they were seeding the, the atmosphere to try and assist them in preventing climate change? I, maybe I, they maybe they got it. Maybe these fucking millennials got it into their head that they were going to try and give the entire country a white Christmas. So they were going to play God? They, basically. Yeah. Amazing fucking stupid yeah no it screams harp i'm not arguing that what i am saying though is that the areas got that got snow are used to getting snow it's nothing new for them that's all i'm saying they're making a big deal and somebody else said it earlier and i want to give you a shout out you're absolutely right what are they distracting us from yeah this is a distraction it's bad don't get me wrong. It's a lot of fucking snow. But if Watertown, New York, who got eight feet of fucking snow, has already dug out and they're already back at business, I have to ask the question about Buffalo. I mean, they could have totally presented that in, in an entirely different way. Um, because honestly, when we were growing up, when she was standing in front of that little mini mountain of snow, you would have seen parents with their toddlers teaching them how to ski down it. Yeah. Or guys like doing stupid Sledding, shit on sleds. Snowboarding. Absolutely. Like that's like, I, that's we'd be freaking, having snowball fights yes. right there. Where, where are all the people? Mm, great question. Where are all the, I mean, hey, have, you, like have that, you noticed in those live shots? You don't see anybody. How you, you don't see anybody don't behind see anybody, anybody in, anymore. What the fuck? Did you pick your phone up? I don't give a fuck about Christ. my phone. I, I mean, I you don't see anybody in those live shots anymore. Very few times do I see anybody at Rockefeller Center on NBC or I see anybody down by Fox News in well, on Fox New and Friends like in the morning. Town. No one wants to go there. They're afraid they're going to get shot. And they probably are. It's, it's the true. same reason tourism died in Chicago 10 years ago. Or they're going to get 
bashed in the back of the head by something. Or thrown onto the subway tracks. And run over by a train. Mm -hmm, That happens quite a bit. These are all possible scenarios. Crime is up in New York. We all know it. Warriors, come out to play. Bloomberg is now reporting that 50% of passengers on two flights landing in Milan from China today tested positive for COVID. 50% of those two flights. And this comes amid heightened concern over the growth in cases as Beijing unwinds its long-held zero COVID policy. A lot of nations now either implementing or considering implementing testing for inbound visitors from China. That's something we have been tracking. Wow. Why aren't we doing that? That's a good question. Move on to the next clip. I mean, is that not the question we should be asking? Why aren't we shutting down our travel from China Uh, again? Oh, because that was a Zionist thought. No, no. that was dare you? Yeah, that was xenophobic. Oh, xenophobic. It was xenophobic. Yes, it was xenophobic. xenophobic. Yeah. Yeah, it was xenophobic. I got another point. This is something else that's been digging at my crawl lately. Hmm. I think we've done our part. We bring the receipts mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Why is it that mainstream media doesn't have to? I mean, why is it that podcasts, we have to bring the receipts. We have to show you the proof. We have to prove to you all that we're not fucking I have crazy. To fucking boring ass dry studies out to you. But we have to show you what we're talking about mm-hmm. to prove our bona fides. Fine. I got you. But after that first, like, two or four, eight times that you listen to us and you realize they're actually spot on, um, the bona fides really doesn't matter anymore. Yes, because the news is legally allowed to lie to you. You're exactly right, Jay Laugh. since 2012. So, but yet we've got to prove. Because I, I, we're not the news. I mean, we are no, the news now. we are the news now. But Because we not, actually provide not, you the We're not covered fees. under the, that... Yeah, because we actually tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Bad or good, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a shit who we hurt. It's not about that anymore. It's about us. It's about the American people. It's about you, me, the American dream, what the fuck we want to do, when the fuck we want to do it. Not about this bullshit anymore. Well, I pay into your bank account, so you should do this. No, no, it's not about that anymore. Why haven't we figured this out? Why is this so radical? Why not take care of our own country? Every other country does it. Mm. Why not we take care of ourselves? That's racist. Fuck racist. It's not racist. There's nothing racist about what I just said. That's what their argument is. Good. Make that argument because that sounds retarded. I know. America's not that dumb. We realize it. Look, I don't want to see anybody go poor. I don't want to see a black family, a yellow family, a green family, a blue family, a red family. I don't want to see anybody go poor. Period. If we could spend $1.7 trillion on Ukraine. No, it's, it's 1.7 trillion is our omnibus spending bill. So far, we've sent a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine. Okay, if we could spend a hundred billion dollars on Ukraine, mm-hmm. we could sure as hell spend a hundred million dollars on America. In America, billion dollars. Hundred billion dollars. With a B. Billion with a B. 
We could spend a hundred billion dollars on America. We could do that. What's that? Fifteen zeros, I think. Why don't we Something do like that. that? Why does it feel like you and I work for the rest of the world? Why does it feel like you and I are slaves for the rest of the world? And um, Sparky Boy, this doesn't include you, bro. Sorry. But remember, babe, you don't pay U.S. taxes. We were we were slaves at the beginning. Well, when when we were like teenagers, right? Right now, our our great 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 grandchildren are going to be slaves. We already are. That's what you I'm saying. We think about- we have spent more money. They just print it. Where do you get one point seven trillion dollars? Think about just fucking print it, folks. Think about it. You create it. Just poof. Stop. Think about this for a second. We are slaves. The first term they normalized was slavery. If you don't, for instance, let's just say, Sparky Boy, I'm going to use you for an example. Reason being, brother, you don't live here in America. Okay? You come here to America, right? Let's just say you come here and you live with us here in Georgia. Eventually, you're going to want to pay rent because you're I know you, you're a good guy. You would want to do that because you would want to make your own way. Eventually you'd move out. You'd find your own place. You get your green card. You do all the legal shit. You get your citizenship. Next thing you know, you're living in your own place. Get this. Finally get your citizenship. You start paying taxes, right? As you pay your taxes, you quickly realize that your taxes are going to nothing that you want done in your country. And then you start asking the question, well, why the fuck am I paying taxes? Because see, this is the crazy part. If you don't work and you don't pay taxes, you can't live in America. Seriously, how many people do you know that own land in America that don't pay taxes and don't work? I don't know a one. So guess what? That makes all of us black, white, red, brown, green, yellow, blue, red. It doesn't fucking matter. We're all slaves. We're not slaves in the way it used to be. We're slaves to a system that we can't break free from. Why? Because you're not allowed to own land in America like that. Why, why not? Why are you not allowed to stake a fucking claim and fight for it? Why? Oh, because it's the gentleman, gentleman system. Oh, the gentleman system. Who made that rule? Because that ain't my rule. That sounds like a little faggot who was afraid of getting his ass kicked, who said, I'm making the gentleman system so you can't beat the shit out of me. That's what it sounds like to me. I'm here because you were mentioned on Dev Hour, and I wanted to show my support. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. I, I don't, don't know, know what Dev, Dev Hour, Hour is. is. Hmm, we appreciate it, Dev, I'll whoever you are. Dev Hour. Oh, devour these nuts. Excellent. Fantastic. Funkasaurus Rex. <laughs> well, I'm sure my, I don't even have to worry about it because my mods already got you. <laughs> All good. Much love. Keep on creating. Bye-bye. We'll do. All right. Bye-bye.
I, I, yeah. I'm just telling you, think about it. It's the only thing that makes any sense. We are already slaves. What we have to do somehow is break free of that slavery. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? That's a great question. Because there was a bunch of Americans, and for the longest time I called them kooks and nuts. They were the guys, the, 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 the natural American citizens. And I used to think that they were stupid and retarded. And then I started thinking about it. Wait a minute. What they're talking about is what America's about. It wasn't, it was an open free land. It was about going and claiming your stake. If you buy your stake after you pay off your mortgage, you own that stake. Yeah. How many people know that? No, 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 no. How many people have seen that? Because guess what? Parents still have it. You want to know why? They paid off their stake. They paid off their stake almost 10 years ago. You know what they still pay? Taxes. Yeah. Property taxes. Do you know what the property taxes have done in the area in which my parents have lived? What? They're $25,000, $30,000 a year? A year. Yeah. A year. Mm-hmm. Folks, we just moved. This is weird because we have this uh, splost fight going on down here in Georgia. I don't know if you know about this, but it's a local action sales tax that's done throughout the area basically it provides money to the city governments and the you know counties to do stuff like roads and build things and make things better long story short there's been a fight in the last couple months about it uh they finally approved it but when they approved it it was really weird because what the county wanted was 30 31 percent of what the city and states were making over over four years which i thought was odd and then, I, and the reason I think it's odd because here, Chatham County, which is something whole other leftist liberal cult that I can't even, I can't even begin to bend you around the corner of what the politics are here. But one of the biggest problems I saw with it is this one huge issue: the county doesn't provide any services to the citizens. Mm. The, the hold stop. The county does not provide any services to the citizens. Okay. The county rides third chair in all agreements within county within the county areas, right? Yet they provide no actual service. Yet they want 31% of the SPLOST funds. Does any anybody See a problem with that? You're paying 31% in taxes to something that does not provide you a service. So why the fuck are you paying it? Oh, because we're slaves. Because that's what we do. That's the point of all of this. It's our two pieces of silver. Remember, Jesus told us that. He said, hey, your two pieces of silver will determine you on your day of judgment. Because you all have good, good silver and bad silver. Everybody does. It's where your two pieces lay that day of judgment. Hey, I don't want three pieces of silver. Just need two. All right. Um. 
Rikita Gupta. Yeah, this clip went along with the last one, but you, you know, went on a little tangent there, Sorry. completely having nothing to do with what we were talking uh, about. I completely did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it all wraps back. Mm -hmm. It's all the same shit. Sure. Your mom. Okay. Exactly. So the previous right. clip was about how the COVID, the planes uh, were 50% COVID positive. So you asked why, and I said, play the next clip. China's decision to abandon its COVID zero policy and reopen its borders has prompted a global response. Countries are considering whether to test or restrict travelers from China. Beijing's policy reversal has triggered nationwide COVID outbreaks. Both the US and Japan are weighing new restrictions on people arriving from China. All I know is Joe comes out, he restricts uh, travel from China. If I don't hear every single one of you ass clowns screaming at the top of your lungs, that that's racist. That's racist. Then I, I don't know what we're doing here. I know. Because yeah. everybody better scream at the top of their lungs and be calling your congressmen and your congresspeople incessantly. I mean, savage style. I am talking the savages that you fuckers are. If you are not calling 30 times a day to your fucking congressmen or your senators, and saying that's racist racist you can't shut down tribal from china nope then i don't know what we're doing here mm. except what if it's not covid oh what if it's a new what if new it's disease? whatever new thing that they want to go back to they want to release what if it's anthrax mm. anthrax presents the same way covid does the only difference between the anthrax and covid is you start to bleed from your pores mm. fun times <laughs> good fun times fun times fun times okay those are the good stuff mm -hmm. that's the stuff they don't tell you in the the bro travel brochures mm. you know the little things that's what i like to call them the little things President Biden leaves today for his holiday family vacation in St. Croix. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court could announce a decision today on whether to let the Trump-era Title 42 policy expire, which restricted immigration because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Our own Alex Prichet is in St. Croix awaiting the president's arrival. Alex, not a bad assignment for you. Uh, judging by the beautiful blue water behind you, seems like it'll be a nice trip for the Bidens as well. Uh, what can we expect from the president today? Hey, Diane. Well, right now, nothing is on his schedule. He's expected to arrive uh, just before 9 p.m. local time. But again, as you mentioned, this is a family vacation. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is such a slap in the face with a really big cock. Mm -hmm. That is what this is. Hey, if you're listening to us right now and you're out there in an airport, I, I want you to take this time to prepare your face because you're about to get slapped in the face with a really big dildo. Joe Biden is about to take a gigantic cock and slap you right in your face because you're still stuck in somewhere in an because airport of this retards policies. Mm -hmm. And this cocksucker is down at St. Croix right now getting on his fucking tan that you paid for that you paid for. Yep. Yep, yep. Remember when Ted Cruz went on vacation during the big ice storm last year? Yeah. Remember what happened about that? Where, 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 where's everybody else running around screaming, Joe, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you back in Buffalo. DC, Buffalo? Why aren't you dealing freezing with your nuts off in Buffalo? Running a snowplow. 
Didn't you do that at some point in your childhood? I, I thought he Surely did. Surely you I, ran I, a snowplow. He, he told a story about I, it I'm somewhere. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. That motherfucker told a story about running a snowplow somewhere. Yeah. He was trying to meld fucking fingers with some other faggot. Where you at, Joe? I'm just saying. We're asking an honest question. You're down there in St. Croix with all that beautiful blue but water. But it's a family vacation, remember. That means Hunter's there, too. Oh, Hunter's down there doing lights of coke. You're a damn skippy. What else are you uh, Nothing on the schedule. A lot of my colleagues have pointed out uh, the tough assignment of being here in, in, in St. Croix. I feel like that's going to be a theme uh, from, from the folks back north uh, over the next week or so. But right now, uh, it's going to be pretty quiet. Uh, that's what we're expecting for now from the Bidens. Alex, do you have any idea how cold it is here right now? We're just trying to live vicariously through you. Is, is all. You know? um, well, it's 82 here. so. I mean, you, the shirt's unbuttoned. The sun is shining. You're really rubbing it in. Uh, how is this uh, like a working trip uh, for the president at all? Or is he just sort of expected to kind of kick back and really focus on the family this week? Well, we're, we're expecting them to to really kind of uh, uh, take this time as as a vacation. But one of the things that we know uh, that the White House has said specifically uh, a purpose of this trip is the president is going to be talking with his family uh, and deciding about his future in 2024, whether or not uh, he is going to run. That's something we actually heard uh, from White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain. He said uh, that they're going to be talking about it. He expects there will be an announcement shortly after the holidays, uh, according to Ron Klain. He said as he expects the decision will be to do it. But again, uh, that's something that the president is going to be discussing with his family, and we'll hear that later on. Interesting. Uh, regardless, he's got another two years ahead of him. So what's the top of his agenda for next year, Alex? Well, I, I think the biggest thing, Diane, is, you know, the composition of, of, of Congress now is, is decidedly different. And when, what, what does that mean for the Biden agenda going forward? Uh, Republicans having a slim majority now in the House, uh, that certainly changes the, the dynamics, uh, for legislation and, and also, you know, kind of tentpole, uh, uh, issues that, that Democrats have really kind of been pushing. Now, the Supreme Court could also announce a decision today on whether to let Title 42 expire. So what do we know about that? And is the president expected to weigh in from his vacation if that decision is announced? Well, Diane, so the White House is hoping that SCOTUS will strike down this bid by 19 states to keep Title 42 in play. Republicans have said that, look, you know, without Title 40, 42, we're expecting a surge of migrants towards the border. Uh, now, Democrats would, would uh, combat that by saying, look, uh, while we do expect to see a temporary disruption. They also say that uh, authorities at the southern border have been arresting, detaining, and removing migrants at the border at more, uh, more times this past year than ever before in U.S. history, and that's with Title 42 in place. Uh, so that is a response to that. But as for whether or not we would hear from Biden on this, uh, I, I think it's just something we'd have to kind of monitor. It. Um, uh, but it, but it, is, it, is, it is, you know, possible. All right. Certainly keep an eye on that. Alex Prochet in St. Croix. Enjoy that difficult assignment, Alex. We'll be praying for you that you don't, you know, get too much sunburn or overheat or anything like that. We're very concerned. Thank you, Diane. Yeah, yeah, Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos. No, 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 no. Don't, yeah. don't, get, don't yeah. get a sunburn, Alex. Anyway. Yeah, yeah don't get a sunburn, Alex. Um, Fuck Alex. I hope he does get a sunburn. There's so much there. Hmm. Look, it doesn't matter. I I don't even it really, know why it really doesn't that. matter. But because he's in St. Croix on vacation, it's fucking annoying. You know, and and will he ever answer questions about the border? No, no. because he has 
he has better things to do. Like go to San, why couldn't he go to Arizona on he vacation? He told us that. Or Texas on he vacation. He told us that. He told us that, folks. Hmm. He told us that. I mean, I'm just saying. Just telling you. Just letting you know. Let you know. He told us that. Mm -hmm. He's going to do that. That's what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. He ran on it. Well, here's the answer to that. Title 42 <laughs> will stay in place for now. The Supreme Court saying the Trump era order must remain active until at least February as border towns deal with an unprecedented number of migrant encounters and crossings. President Biden commenting on the ruling on his way to St. Croix. Watch this. June, apparently. And in the meantime, we have to enforce it. But I think it's overdue. Joining the Hot Topics all morning long, Adam Johnson, David Nelson. All right, David, your reaction to the president off to St. Croix. And uh, we've got still got a border crisis. It's in full, it's I in thought full the best, effect. I thought the best comment I heard was from Adam actually earlier when he said the optics weren't great. And they, they certainly aren't. Uh, I guess, you know, you know, the Supreme Court is punting this, you know, and and. and you know, when are we going to have a real conversation about border security? We've been talking about it all morning long, and we seem to always punt this. And it seems that, you know, Washington has become this, I win, you lose politics. And the only thing that matters is protecting your turf. And the two sides don't sit down and get to the heart of the matter. When is that going to change? Because I think the American people have pretty much had it with both sides of the aisle. The omnibus bill and the tragedy that that inflicted on us, as well as all part of that same you know, paralyzed Washington that can't seem to get anything done except when it helps themselves. Yeah. You know, and Adam, the border crisis in particular, I mean, I asked Congressman Burgess about this. He's, yeah. a, he's from Texas. Yeah. And, you know, Greg Abbott had sent the, the Texas uh, National Guard Reserves. down there yeah. and he said, well, mixed results. So it, it can't be a state by state issue. It's got to be a federal fix. But I think that I think SCOTUS said yesterday pretty clearly, if, if I'm reading this right, they said, this is a congressional issue. This is not our problem. We're a body of law. Right. You need to yeah. deal with this, Congress. Well, and, and there don't appear to be any laws. There doesn't appear to be any, <clears throat> pardon me, logic either. Uh, you know, take take the notion of ask, uh, don't tell uh, to the next step. Uh, look, but don't touch. Yeah. You know, we've been showing pictures all morning of um, U.S. Army reservists um, and border uh, uh, control officials uh, just standing there because they haven't been empowered. Yeah. They, they wear a badge. They may carry a gun. Uh, they have Humvees. They're there going up and down, but they, they don't appear to have the backing of, of, of a unified government that says, here is your mission. And so we're setting these people up who are trying to do a job to fail because we haven't said, stop the inflow. Just stand and watch it and make sure nobody gets hurt. Well, I that's think not what border control is. I think Secretary Mayorkas got a little bit of an earful yeah. when he yeah. went down there and finally, you know, was face to face with some of these men. And, and Michael Burr just kind of mentioned this, but right. suicide rates yes. are higher with these border patrol agents. Um, well, imagine, alcoholism. Yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of, you know, mental and emotional issues. Right. And then you've also got the fentanyl and a multi billion dollar cartel, right. you know, scenario that's emerged that since will President Biden. And, the, and that's what President Biden is empowered, right? you know, since he took office. I think Adam makes a really strong point on law enforcement because law enforcement, what they're doing right now, when they see an overt act and they actually see a crime, they're going in and they're doing something about it. But it's about prevention. No, they're not. And if you're not empowered to make those 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 moves in advance, 
then the worst is going to happen. The fentanyl is going to get in and the tragedy that, that comes from that. And of course, all the other things and, that go and, on. And by the way, this whole Title 42 thing has become just a giant sideshow that, oh, somehow if the Supreme Court makes some oh, sort of ruling on Title 42, either yay or nay, you can use it. That'll fix it. No, there are 15,000 people coming in every day. Title 42 is irrelevant. 15,000 people. You in could El say it'd Paso. be worse if Title 42 weren't there. Fine. But 15,000 people coming in. It's crazy. And I mean, what are they going to do in El Paso in particular? Right. I mean, they had exactly these are talking heads yep. that's all these are that they're they're fucking talking heads they're saying the same shit over again just a different way it is descriptive narrative that we've all heard you all heard it you all know yeah. it you know the narrative brought to you by pfizer you expect that at the end of a commercial when you hear shit like that I'm sorry. It should say brought to you by the cartels. It it should just say brought to you by an administration that does not give a shit about you. No, no. They want to replace you with someone they think is going to vote for them. So what do we do? What do we do? It's a good question. Because I'm far out of ideas. I have an idea. My ideas involve clicking. Well, my, my idea involves barking up the bomb. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that one? Yeah, that one. Is that the idea you were thinking of? That is the idea I was thinking of. So get it out, spark it up, get Smoke ready. It up. As Justin would have had us do at this time. He would have said, you fucking morons, just smoke some weed, you'd be fine. Exactly. Yes, sir. No, not yet. Give it a minute. There it is. There you go. I, I of the Pfizer. <laughs> I like it. Sparky boy, this is I of the Pfizer. Mm, no. Pfizer wants to put this shit out of business. Hey, if you smoke cigarettes, by the way, just so you know, part of those studies that Leanna was talking about the other day were funded by Big Tobacco. Uh, Oops. Okay, don't do that. Well, you just did that, dumbass. Well, okay. <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> Higher than a fucking kite. <laughs> I won't tell you what just happened, even though it's fucking hysterical. Not nah, bear. <sighs> Dumbass here left the wick burning. Uh huh. Right next to a remote that's in the office. And the remote just caught on fire. And the remote caught on fire. And. I just put it out with my bare hands and now I have plastic that's melted into my skin that'll be there for a hot minute and will hurt like a motherfucker. What the fuck? There we go. What are you trying to do? It wouldn't come out. Said her never. 
I don't tell you. Shut up, woman, never. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maria, you're gone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, but don't worry about it. CBS News is right there to follow it up with their own interpretation of Dirty Mophead. I'm joking, of course. No, Dirty Mophead hasn't been around for a while. You notice that? Yeah, she might be a little Since Ill. before Christmas. Or she's on vacation. Maybe. With her girlfriend. Possibly. Doesn't she have a backup? A deputy? Is there no is there no news during during the holidays? Like <sighs> nothing's going on? You know? Oh my god. Big storm and um Title 42 and possible peace Thank talks you. between, you know, Russia and Ukraine, but no, there's no no dirty mop head. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely not Lana. I anyway. do. Really? No. Why is that? Huh? What? Why is that? What? It says I owe you. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know. But I, I, know either. I don't know. Fuck that. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. I don't know you shit. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. All right. Thanks. Just saying. Can't say that again, right? Right, Linz? After the third time, you're fucked. Hmm. You only say bless you once, just right. in case you're all aware. After that, you're fucked. You got to say it twice. Oh, it's all Gizzing over. Tight. Same thing, just different language. I know. Not allowed to do it. The Biden administration says it will enforce the Supreme Court's decision to keep the immigration policy known as Title 42 in place. The Trump-era COVID policy was set to expire last week and was pushed back. Tuesday's decision extends it into next year. The high court here uh, is going to be hearing arguments over the policy in February. This ruling is a win for Republican-led states who challenged ending the rule, allowing the U.S. to turn away asylum seekers concerned about COVID. CBS News correspondent Christina Ruffini joins us now. She is in St. Croix, where the president is on vacation. Uh, First off, Christina, how is the Biden administration responding to the Supreme Court's decision? Good afternoon, Jared. So before he got on Marine One to come to this lovely island, I must say, last (laughs) night, he was asked about this and said, look, the Supreme Court is going to decide in June. In the meantime, we're going to have to enforce it, but that a call on this measure is overdue. The White House also issued a statement from Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, and she said Title 42 is a public health measure, not immigration enforcement measure, and it should not be extended indefinitely. To truly fix our broken immigration system, we need Congress to pass comprehensive immigration reform measures like the ones President Biden proposed in his first days in office. So let's talk about what is the president's plan to tackle immigration and will Congress actually pass it? Well, that last part is the key issue, right? We didn't see a lot of progress on immigration reform, even when Democrats controlled both chambers. That's not going to be the case in January, so the bar is going to be even higher. There's some reporting from the New York Times and others that are talking about a couple things uh, the White House is uh, considering, although it hasn't been made public yet. It seems likely they're going to try to narrow the scope of who can qualify for asylum. And it's going to be possibly if you don't meet the threshold for the Convention Against Torture, you may not qualify Mm. unless you can show that you've applied for asylum. It's called a transit ban unless you can show that you've applied for asylum in all the other countries you've passed through on the way to the southern border. Now, the thing that's interesting about that is that was part of the Stephen Miller Trump administration immigration policy that candidate Biden was very critical of on the campaign trail. But as we're seeing the surge of immigrants at the southern border, as the immigration tries to grab, as the, sorry, as the administration tries to grapple with this immigration policy, they're looking at all options. And so far, the response has not denied that this could be part of the package they propose in the new year. 
Gotcha. A lot of things could potentially change over the next couple of weeks here. Uh, speaking of which, President Biden is taking a bit of a break leading up to the new year and the new Congress. What's his agenda while he's in St. Croix besides some time on the beach? Um, it seems like a whole lot of nothing, which is a popular pastime <laughs> we've found out so far here on the island. Uh, you know, he usually goes to mass. That's a, that's a big Biden family thing. Uh, there's a church here he sometimes go to. Some years they've taken a family photo at a scenic overlook. But uh, I think the president is hoping to get some sun and recharge a bit. And uh, so are we, although we'll be here for hits whenever you need us. You're definitely doing some good work there. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Christine. Recharge from what? Um, apparently those, those arduous weekends in Delaware. I, I have another question, too. When he started this all out, did you all not see like the look of surprise on the woman's face when he said, what is President Biden doing in response to this act from the Supreme Court with Title 42? And she kind of like looked around going, are you for real right now? I'm in St. Croix. Hmm. Would you fucking shit. stupid? He doesn't give a shit. He's down here. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I, 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 I got to agree. How, how close is St. Quite a little St. James? Not too far. I was just wondering. It's quick boat ride. Matter of fact, a lot of people, doesn't a lot his, of those sex traffickers used to fly into St. Quite. Doesn't his brother own an island right next door to little St. James? Somewhere around there, yes. Mm. James was an island just off of little St. James. Mm, I thought so. Just saying. Little St. James is Epstein Island, in case y'all aren't aware of the actual name of it. And I believe that little island, I believe, was... Hmm. I just wonder if the Bidens are going to go take a boat, boat ride and, you know, go go visit James's island while they're, while they're out there anyway. Because, you know, good way to get away from all the, the talking heads, the reporters, uh, wait, you... waiting to see when Biden uh, changes his diapers and what kind of ice cream he eats. It's also how you get your shot of a drink, Corona. Mm. Just it out there. Same. Anywho. Got to be some truth to it. Hmm. Thought I'd bring that up. Carrie Lake's back in the news. Sort of. Sort of. In a weird way. Katie, Carrie Lake has been basically, she, she had that boot right in her ass, and now the judge is pushing her all the way out of the news. Good. Because she needs to go. She left that in the hands of a judge. That's all I can say. Hmm. Are you fucking serious? It just. Mm -hmm. Just three days after the judge dismissed Lake's suit following a two day trial last week, the judge found that the GOP candidate failed to show intentional misconduct caused her to lose the governor's race. In response to the ruling, lawyers for Hobbs accused Lake's attorneys of filing a frivolous lawsuit and asked the court to hit Lake's legal team with the entire tab. Democratic attorney Tom Ryan speculated as to why he thinks the judge held back. I think what Judge Thompson is trying to do here is to achieve rough justice. And by that, I mean, we are facing uh, a deadline of January 2nd for new office holders to take uh, office. And he was hoping that by not granting sanctions, uh, it would it would discourage such an appeal and delay uh, the new officers from taking their office. 
Now, Ryan did say he's of the opinion uh, Lake filed a baseless lawsuit, and he believes the judge should have imposed financial penalties to discourage similar challenges in the future. Now, if Ryan is correct and the judge was hoping to stop Lake from appealing, it doesn't appear to have worked. In a text message, a spokesman for Lake told me that she still plans to go through with an appeal of the ruling. Back to you. I thought it was dismissed with prejudice and she couldn't appeal. I didn't think she could. Mm, interesting. Hmm. 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 And you're right and tell her and left us Arizona law didn't require intention. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Come on. They just got to make it sound good. Yeah. That's it. They don't expect people to actually know the law. Come on now. Matter of fact, if you do, you're a conspiracy theorist. Exactly. So you you pick your battle. I, I mean, I'm not. Yep. That's not my hill I'm going to die on. Yep. Nope. No, I'll stand right next mm -hmm. to my Second Amendment through yep. that hill. That'll be a mound. Yep. The hill will be the one. So um, the, the chick behind lives of TikTok finally showed her face in public. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And she goes on Tucker and explains why. Really? She comes out on Tucker. Mm -hmm. On his, you know, sideshow. Mm. Oh, on Fox Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the paid show site. Yeah. I mean, she already got doxxed, so everyone already knew, knew who she was. By Taylor Lorenz, who, you know, went on and cried about doxing and then got all pissed off when she got booted off of Twitter for doxing Elon and all that bullshit. So, um, I think everybody should dox Taylor Lorenz wherever they, she goes. They already did. Okay, good, good. Fuck her. Anyway. She deserves it. Yeah. Um, I will say this. When I was doxed, um, someone from Ron DeSantis' team called me. Really? Yes. And she said, um, the governor wanted me to give you a message. Um, he said, if you don't feel safe, or you or your family... If you need a place to go to hide to stay, you're you can come to the governor's mansion. What? He said we have a guest house for you, and you can come and stay as long as you need. The governor of Florida. Did. Yes, I I can't even. I was like I was almost in tears. Like the governor of Florida. Like he has nothing but like. And you're living in California. I'm living in California, and he took time out of his. I'm assuming extremely busy schedule. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the governor of Florida. And to send someone to call me to make sure I'm safe. That's crazy. Unreal. And invite you to stay at his house? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad I asked that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It oh. was incredible. Like, I, I, I don't even have the words for it. Like, so, so grateful. So grateful. Well, that's, ama that's an amazing story. Yeah. Your whole story is an amazing story. Yeah. Wow. That speaks. It's a Trump thing to do. It, it's not. Wow. No. That's a. Uh, I, I. I. Wow. That that's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. That makes you makes you think about DeSantis. Yeah. Really. I mean, it would have been a Trump thing to do years ago. Thirty. 30 years ago, Trump used to do stuff like that all the time. Like when, I mean, he sent his personal planes to uh, soldiers that were stranded in country 
Um, he, you know, opened, well, even as president, he opened his hotel to the National Guard that was freezing cold, living in parking garages in D.C. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, those were, we, he did a lot of stuff like that. You just didn't hear about it. We heard about it more growing up in New York. You know, you'd hear these stories, these, these whispers here and there, almost like urban legend sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, one of the ones we always love to talk about Trump knew everybody in the tri-state area that served in the military. Mm -hmm. And once a year you got this box in the mail, if you served and you were overseas and it came from Trump and this box had all this shit in it, like all this shit, like nobody would ever, ever fucking send in the mail. But Mm-hmm. Trump stuffed all that in a box and sent it all to us. And uh, I thought that was bullshit. I thought it was an urban legend. I said, nah, it's all bullshit. Then you got a box. First year I was downrange. Sure enough, boom, there's this box. Like the first real deployment after the war, when everything kind of settled down mm-hmm. and everybody kind of talked about it. They said, hey, this this year it was weird. I was sitting there, you know, from New York. I got this box. And it came from one Trump Plaza. And I was like, I didn't know what was in it. I ripped it open and there was all this crap in it. You you wouldn't believe. And um, I was like, I, I thought all that shit was bullshit. I was like, that's all a publicity thing. That's normal Donald Trump. Damn. First deployment after the war. I was downrange. Sure enough. There it is. I was a kid back from the neighborhood. So I got a box and I was like, how does he know? I, I, I just wanted to know how he always knew. Because he looks, they always put an announcement in the newspaper. Uh, he always knew. He always knew. He has he has someone that literally looks for, like, he's got a, a bot now that does a, a search, a Google search for a specific area that's looking for announcements for people that have joined the service. They they put them in the newspaper. He, he just always knew. I was like, man, that motherfucker knew. It was weird because when I went over to the other side mm-hmm. and uh, they disappeared, I stopped getting them. Yeah, well, that's because your name was no longer on the mother of your rolls. Yes, my name disappeared. At one point, there was a report that you were dead. That might have done it, too, because that came out in the paper, remember? <laughs> so that probably did it. That he probably, he, Honestly, he probably saw the report in the paper that you were dead and then... Um, Oh, you mean the day the the reporters came up and they asked my mom and dad, they said, Hey, so we understand you're planning your son's funeral. What? (laughs) We're going to see him now. He's in the hospital. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he's not dead. He's still alive. Yeah. He's in the hospital. He's very much alive. He's just in the hospital. Oh yeah. And then it was no longer news. Exactly. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty badass. I, I don't give a shit. No, that's that still is, that fucking is, awesome. That is very cool. I, I like hearing shit like that. So, and this is one of the things that um, Libs of TikTok was talking about um, on her channel. So there's this drag cr- drag queen Christmas show that literally went has gone around the country. There was one in Texas, Austin, I believe, um, all over the place, and one in Florida. And, uh, what the fuck taxes Florida? What are you doing? No shit. And they are, it's, it's supposedly child friendly, except they are literally, uh, 
Rudolph the red-titted reindeer with huge exposed fake breasts and Let's people watch. simulating watch. We're gonna watch. sex. We're going to watch. I, they, We're going to watch. They don't put it on here. This dude, this dude protested when he saw what was going on and they kicked him out. Prepared so. to be sick. Yeah. Just letting you know. Papers, please. Papers. It is not right. It is not right for kids to be at this thing. It is not there are children here. There are children here. It's not right. It is not right to have these shows with children. It is not right. 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 It is not right to have shows with children in them like this. It's not. It is not. It's not. Where's the police? It's not right to have shows with children. Not right. Not right to have drag shows with children. At all. You should arrest them for having children in this. You should arrest them for having children. I saw children in there. Okay, you need to go. I saw children in there, and that is not right. That is not right. You should arrest them for having children here. You should arrest them for having children at this thing. You should arrest them for having children at this thing. That's who you should be arresting. That's who you should be arresting. Children were in the audience there at this thing. It was sexually explicit, and that is wrong. And I will stand up against that. I will. I will. Hey. Well, he's, Fucking a. he's not the only one because Ron DeSantis was standing up against it as well. December 27th, 2022, from Melanie S. Griffith, secretary from the uh, Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation in Miami. Um, this was sent to HRM owner LLC for COP, their license number 400 Southeast second Avenue, Miami, Florida. Cause that was in Miami, uh, care of Bridget Smitha, um, with a copy to big time delivery, LLC, DBA drag fans via hand delivery. So they hand delivered this. Okay. It says dear HRM. HRM owner LLC. It has come to the department's attention that you have contracted with big time operator LLC DBA drag fans to you to offer the use of your licensed premises to conduct the drag show performance, a drag queen Christmas. The department has reason to believe that this drag show is of a sexual nature involving the exposure or exhibition of sexual organs, simulated sexual activity and, or the sexualization of children's stories. The department has also become aware that drag shows by drag fans have been marketed to and attended by minors, including young children, sexually explicit drag show performances constitute public nuisance lewd activity and disorderly conduct when minors are in attendance. See Hoskins v. Department of Business Regulation, Division of Alcohol Bureau and Tobacco, 
Blah, blah, blah. Accordingly, Florida's licensure laws provide strict penalties for licenses who allow minors to attend these drag shows at their licensed premises. See sections 561.291A and 561.291C Florida statutes. These penalties range up to and including revocation of the license pertaining to the licensed premises. ID. In short, if you allow children to attend the drag fans drag show at your facility, you are putting your license in jeopardy. To avoid action being taken against your license, it is your obligation to ensure that minors are prohibited from attending the drag fans drag show. If minors are allowed to attend this drag show, the department will take any and all actions available to ensure that you do not pose a threat to minors in the future. Sincerely. Melanie S. Griffin. And DeSantis came out and said, oh, you know, we're going to prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. We're not putting up with this bullshit. Nope. Nope. Sorry. You were warned. Fuck around and find out. Hey, you know, blatantly a lot. few times. I mean, you few should times. already know the law, few but to have times. a letter hand delivered to you. Oh, few and then just times. say, fuck you. No, you Few done. times that I will press this button for a politician, but Ron DeSantis tonight, mm-hmm. you get one of these. Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Because oh. oh. <laughs> I got to tell you right now, that's balls out. Yeah. That is fucking and awesome, the Ron. fact that that guy protested like that and said and showed minors in the audience, that's evidence right there. That's all the evidence that DeSantis needs to go after these people because it was, it was live streamed. It was on camera that there, you know, that's, there's video evidence and they threw him out and he was saying, no, these people need to be arrested. There's children in the audience. There should not be children here. And he was absolutely right. And it, when that went out, that was all the evidence DeSantis needed. That's when DeSantis came out and said, nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. I, maybe DeSantis isn't faking gay after all. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe he's not just the antichrist that we thought he was. Yeah, but you're right, Celia. What the fuck is with these kids' parents? I mean... What are those people cheering for um, when that guy's being removed? Why aren't you sitting there going, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah no. maybe he's right. I mean, not. I don't... I would never take our kids to a drag queen show ever. Um, and I've been to a couple. I went to one in Vegas and we went to one downtown here at club one with work people. You were, you, you were did. deployed. Oh yeah. You did with, not me with Therese. Remember, remember Therese? Um, he was performing. He used to work with me. So, uh, yeah, we went to see Therese perform at club. You one. did. Don't say we, okay. we didn't do a goddamn you, you didn't thing. Go. But yes, you went. Therese always loved you too much. Anyway. Um, but uh, I would never in a million years take my children to something like that. Ever. Ever. I don't care if it's marketed towards children or not. Just no. But to market it towards children? No. Why, why aren't they treated the same way tobacco companies uh-uh. are? Or the same way marijuana companies are? Yeah. You can't market to kids. Nope. What's, what's so hard about that? Yeah. What is so hard about that? Tobacco companies got by. They still sell their death sticks. Fucking porn companies are still getting by with it. Yeah. Fuck. We got a, the biggest shock to the porn industry was the internet. And you're right, Lynn. We don't take, we don't take children to strip clubs. It's kind of the same thing. 
It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. That's the point. You can't take a minor to a strip club and you should not be allowed to take a minor to a drag show. Period. Fuck no. Period. 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 21 and over. Sorry. Period. That is the law. You want to talk? Don't tell me about voting. Don't even start that shit. 18 or 21? 21 and over. 18. No. Don't start the shit with the voting. 21 and over is what we declared because 21 and over, you're considered a legal adult of legal drinking age. That is legally a constitutional statute. 21 and over. Fine. Fine. You want to make the drinking age 21? Everything's 21. Yep. Everything. You can't make one thing one thing and make everything else another thing. No. That's not how it works, dog. Why is it so important that we have people vote when we're 18? Mm, well, their brains haven't fully formed yet, so, you know, they're more easy to manipulate. Why else? Mm. And they can, you know, lay down their lives for this country. But why else? I don't know. What are you getting at? They're too immature to realize what brainwashing That's is. That's literally what I just said the yes, first thing. But I just said it in a different way. It's not what I you're said, saying. No, I said their their brains haven't fully developed yet. They're too young, so they're easier to manipulate. You can brainwash them. That's literally what you just said. Correct. But listen. That's what I said. What I'm saying is what they actually do. Think about it. Think about the military. I know. Where do you start looking at, you know, other than me because I'm a psycho and I sent my kid there anyway. Where do you start seeing military shit in your life and voting shit when you're in high school? You're at your your little what the hell's the guy the guy the guidance counselor recruiter guidance counselor? You're yeah. si he's a recruiter. He's a recruiter. He's legitimately a recruiter. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, he's like I know these kids. This is what this one wants to do. This one. This one wants to do. Hey, yep. Army guy over there, that one, dumbass. Definitely take him. Def, you're right. So half these 18-year-olds can't find their ass without their phone. There is a there's a lady out there who's charging $480 an hour to get people over their phobia of talking on the phone. Seriously. Kids are scared. Like, Why are you not doing this Millennials yet? are scared of talking on the phone. Why and are this you... lady is charging $480 an hour Why? to get people over their fear of talking on the phone. I could talk on the phone with someone for hours. Why are you not talking? Why are you not doing I, this I, yet? I don't know. I just heard about it today and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You need to start doing that. <laughs> you could so sell that. Oh my God. Oh, yes. Yes. I'll leave. I'll do it for half price. $240 an hour. Not a problem. You got a millennial and, and that's afraid of talking on the phone and a bunch of money and you want to pay me 240 bucks an hour to teach your kid how to talk on the phone? Done. I did it for years. I literally used to teach people how to talk on the phone because I ran the phone department at a hotel amongst other things. I mean, we've got the setup for it because we can do it via Zoom or via mm -hmm. fucking StreamYard. It's easier to do it to start. Well, I mean, you just have to, that's not the phobia. The phobia isn't FaceTime. The phobia is actually just talking picking on the phone up to the a phone. stranger. But to the watch the, mm -hmm. you have to be able to gauge how what you're teaching is working. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, you can gauge that when you talk on a phone. Yeah, you can hear it through tone of, tone yeah. of voice. Yeah. It is counseling over the phone. Absolutely. So, Jesus hey, Christ. Anyone want to take me up on that? I'm available. 240 bucks an hour. Fuck, I'll, I'll give you a Christmas discount until the end of the new year. $199 an hour. <laughs> wow. $199.99. One, yeah, that's it. You got it. There you go. Okay. Hey. <laughs> fucking stupid. We are so dumb. What am I talking about? Oh, not even kidding dude this is a justin topic right here justin <laughs> would say some shit and we go what the fuck are we talking about this is so oh, dumb <laughs> it's fucking hysterical yes my bet okay thought that was funny <laughs> wow here we go again Whoopi goldberg again apologizing for making incendiary remarks about the holocaust but let's start at the beginning this is what she said earlier this year that ultimately got her suspended from the view let's be truthful about it because the holocaust isn't about race it's about man's inhumanity to man okay she then doubled down that same evening I feel being black when we talk about race, it's a very different thing to me. Mm -hmm. So I said that I, I felt that the Holocaust wasn't about race, but I thought it was a, a salient discussion because as a black person, I think of race as being something that I can see when you talk about uh, being a racist. I was saying you can't call this racism. This was evil. Mm -hmm. This wasn't this wasn't based on the skin. You couldn't tell who was Jewish. Whoopi would later apologize to her viewers right before her suspension. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race and it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people as they know and y'all know because I've always done that. But it doesn't look like her opinion on the matter has changed at all. In fact, this is what she just told a UK newspaper over the weekend, and I quote, Remember who they were killing first. They were not killing racial. They were killing physical. They were killing people they considered to be mentally defective. And then they made this decision. And like Groundhog Day, we have another whoopee apology. Here it is. Again, I quote, It was never my intention to appear as if I was doubling down on hurtful comments. I'm still learning a lot. And believe me, I heard everything everyone said to me. I believe the Holocaust was about race. And I am still as sorry now as I was then that I upset, hurt, and angered people. And everybody on the, on the panel here is shaking their head. <laughs> Kathy. Okay, rewind back to her original tweet. Not her original one, but the one that she said where they went after. Go back. Back. There you go. Remember who they were killing first. They were not killing racial. They were killing physical. They were killing people they considered to be mentally defective. And then they made this decision. She's not wrong. We talk about this all the time. We just talked about this with Grace Shara last night and what they did with the people in the UK with midazolam and morphine. And we said it completely parallels 
Nazi Germany, 1935, because they didn't start with race. They started with what they considered the mentally and physically disabled. It had nothing to do with race in the beginning. It progressed on to race, but she's not wrong there. The fact that she's apologizing for that, I think is just shows what a fucking coward she is. Anyway. Oive is right. I'm just saying. Oive. She's not wrong. Anyway, I'm done with that. I'm done with that too. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even know she got suspended again. Yeah, whatever. Because that's how much I. You're not allowed to talk view. about the Holocaust or the Jews on Twitter still. What? Yeah, no. Look, I mean, Jaeger. I did yesterday. Wow. Oh, they don't, that's right. They don't care about a little account like me. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tiny little speck of an account. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yep. Kara has a wild bird flying, like flying through her house right now. Uh, we got to bring that up. We're trying to catch it. Text that to me. Okay. This is fucking hysterical. Because sorry, Tara. I'm sorry. We've got to bring this up. This is going on right mm-hmm. now in Tara's house. Just so you all are aware what's going on in Tara's world right now. Like literally we got this text five seconds ago. She said, this is really happening. This right is now. currently happening. Uh, uh-huh. There it is. Boop. Boop, boop, boop. It's over here. I'm going to pull it over there. Give me just a sec. <laughs> this is going to be so funny. Get, get your text messages out of the background. Before you do that. There you go. Okay. Hmm, it's still in there. Watch this shit. This is hysterical. Thank you, Tara, for the comic relief. And as you can see, she typed in, this is currently happening. Uh-huh. So, you know. How does this happen? <laughs> no. No. How did this happen? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 shit. Look at the new puppy. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hysterical. Mm. Thank you, Tara. That was uh, um, much so fun. Now Tara has a new bird because <laughs> she didn't have enough with 35 chickens. So now she's got Rocket. Exactly. Anyway, AOC had something to say. About what? Mm, your favorite topic. She's an idiot she is she's an idiot yeah <laughs> aoc and jews love it hmm. love it oh judaism to justify abortion look at this shit what a fucking hero right here people who say oh but you're you know you're you're harming a life i believe this is life well some religions don't so how about that our Jewish brothers and, f- and sisters, they are able to have an abortion according to their faith. You know, there are so many faiths that do not have the same definition of life as fundamentalist Christians. And so we how what about their rights? What about their right to exercise their faith? It's ridiculous. And it is it's it is theocratic. It's authoritarian. It is wrong.
Is it just me or was she doing that white support? Supremacist uh, sign at the end. That's pretty racist, <laughs> AOC. I think, um, well, uh, well, you know, other people don't think that it's murder, so it's not. Ha! <laughs> oh, man. You're not defending that not everyone believes all life is equal and everyone needs to be okay with that. It sounds like that's exactly what you're saying. In fact, that's exactly what you said, and you should apologize for being such a bigot. I'll be waiting. Joining me now is managing editor of. Uh, I don't care what they have to say about it. I just wanted to hear what AOC had to say. One of the things, first of all, other than she's a gigantic heap of steaming trash, mm-hmm. um, she, she she does realize like there are laws and stuff that. She's a part of that process. And mm. she voted on and lost. No, she doesn't realize that. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. I, I was just wondering because I could have sworn she is a Democratic congresswoman from New York. Am I right? I mean, she was voted in as such, but she's an actress. Like she was, she literally auditioned for the job. Cause she really seemed to be lost there. She is lost about like, she doesn't, she doesn't even know what the three branches of government are. <sighs> she has no idea what her responsibilities are. She has no idea how government works. She's, she's literally a fucking moron that does Instagram videos. And mocks people in her own community. You know, there's something I have to say about this guy in New York, this Congress person in New York who got elected to the U.S. Congress. The, the dude that, um, that lied, lied about, about everything. everything. Look, New York, you guys really don't have anything to talk about. You all voted for and reelected one Acacio Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You have now voted her into office and you've reelected her in the same position. Did they though? Yes. So are you sure? No, probably not. But all I have to say to that is you kind of get to deal with what you deal with out there. All that guy proved is that Eddie Murphy did this same fucking thing in a movie 20 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Called Trading Places. No. Which one? It was uh, The Distinguished Gentleman. Oh, oh, that's right. When he, when he, uh, he ran on, he ran name, on someone recognition. Else, ran, name recognition, someone else's coattails. Yes. That guy did Trading the Places same was thing. great, though, too. But that guy did the same thing. He ran on name recognition and yep, won. That's true. Yep. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, I, you kind of get what you get. You dumb some bitch. That's all I can say. Anyway, I, I, if I could do that, I would do that. If I couldn't get caught, see, I would do it for the wrong position. Okay, I'd do it for president. I, yeah, no, I understand. Um, yeah, let's play the 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 
Yeah, let's talk about this real quick. Because we didn't get to this last night. Yes. And we'll save the COVID stuff for tomorrow. Y'all, I am really excited about tomorrow. We have Diane Kayser coming in tomorrow. Um, I heard her on the SGT report a couple weeks back. And um, she's the one that was said on there that cancer is caused by parasites. And I was like, oh my God, that's freaking awesome. And anyway, I reached out to her. And so she's uh, she's going to be coming on the show tomorrow. Um, she's the one in... Uh... I think she's in California, but she's a holistic naturopathic healer. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, she's the one that I originally sent to my cousin and I was like, Hey, you should try and get yeah. with this lady. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she's coming on tomorrow and we're going to talk about, you know, how to heal and lifestyle changes and parasites and detoxing and all that, that good stuff. Gotcha. Um, but for now, yes, but for now. So we'll, we'll save the COVID stuff for tomorrow. We'll do, we'll do another COVID show for tomorrow. So Magdalena, if you're listening yesterday's COVID show, put it on the radio, be good. Tomorrow's COVID show. Epic. Good on the radio. Yes. Yep. So. Okay. The thread. Yes. Google currently employs at least 165 people in high-ranking positions from the intelligence community. Google's trust and safety team is managed by three ex-CIA agents. Babe, is there anything such thing as an ex-CIA agent? Not really. I don't think so. Who control misinfo and hate speech. Here's the breakdown. CIA 27, FBI 52, NSA 30, DHS 50, ODNI 6. Yeah. Those are the people that work for Google that were in the intelligence community. Okay. Yeah. Number two, since the 2016 presidential election, Google, Facebook, Twitter have hired at least 300 plus people formerly employed by CIA, FBI, et cetera. The, the alphabet agencies, we call them the alphabet agencies. And isn't that just so apt since Google's actually owned by ABC ABC company. Anyway, ex-CIA agents are heads of trust and safety at Google and Facebook. Is it okay that ex-CIA agents control what, what misinfo is? Uh, and he quotes Representative Jim Jordan, at least 80 FBI agents collaborated with Twitter to help monitor the social media site. How many more were working with other big tech companies? Number three, Nick Rosman. He, him. Look his pronouns in there. Isn't that cute? Current Google senior manager, trust and safety, former CIA analyst, five years right there. Rossman has posted dozens of troubling tweets on his Twitter account. Many tweets show his disdain for President Trump, Trump's family, Trump's voters and white people. Dude's white. Reminder, the following tweets are from a senior manager of, quote, trust and safety at Google and a former CIA analyst. Number five, in March 2020, while COVID infections were exploding, Rossman, in a tweet directed at people who voted for Trump, stated, quote, I hope they cough on their grandparents who voted for Trump and get to rot. What did he mean by that? Hmm. Probably that Tennessee... Um, voted 60.7% for Trump. What do you know in 2016? Yeah. Okay. Number six, Rossman in a series of anti-white people tweets states, anti-vaxxers are like Nazis. Actually, I think 
COVID it's are like Nazis, but okay. Look, another way for white people to kill black kids. Anti-vaxxers are like Nazis and Confederates have come out of the dark with Trump. Odd that the young black men can't profit off their likeness, but rich white men can. A rich white kid's family can pay for the girlfriend's ticket. Chase Young gets a loan, pays it back from someone who is not a university employee and is suspended. Uh, let me guess. He was a white dude. Yeah. He, 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 okay. Roseman is still with her. I'm guessing that would be Hillary. I'm with her. Mm -hmm. Rossman calls President Trump a lunatic and a racist. You don't get equal time. You're a lunatic and a racist. Unprepared for the presidency. Hashtag racist. CC at Keith Olbermann. When Donald Trump said, I watched parts of NBC and I Saturday Night Live last night, a totally one-sided bias show. Nothing funny at all. Equal time for us. Mm. Rossman asked Trump's if he is an agent of a foreign power. And he literally asked, are you an agent of a foreign power? Rossman's tweets, enjoy prison to at Eric Trump. Eric Trump, and this is June 21st, 2020. Today's date is June 21st and it's been 80 days since Joe Biden, a man who wants to be president, has held a press conference. And Nick Rossman said back to him, enjoy prison. He ain't there yet. Rossman tweets that at Jared Kushner should be strangled. Jared Kushner, the notion that the federal stockpile was it supposed to be our stockpile. It's not supposed to be state stockpile that they can then use. And Nick Rossman says, Alexander Hamilton should rise up and strangle this asshole. Okay. Number 12, Jacqueline Loper. She, her, again. Current Google senior manager, trust and safety, former CIA analyst, 10 years. Look at that. Jacqueline is a proponent of the Russia gate conspiracy theory. She states emphatically, they Russia deliberately released the DNC information to WikiLeaks with the specific motivation of getting Trump elected. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we don't need to play that in a video posted on Facebook. Jacqueline made clear which candidate she and the intelligence community prefers. Oh, that's her Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I think we need to play it. All right. Well hit the, I don't know if it'll play through, but out into the public domain with the specific motivation. Right, absolutely. Uh, I think the, the difference here is even though the hacking was done on, on both sides, they deliberately released uh, the uh, DNC information to WikiLeaks. Mm -hmm. And so even though the hacking was on both sides, it was the release of the information out into the public domain with the specific motivation of helping Trump get elected, which is so significant. Okay, Not just yeah, the hacking yeah. itself, but the motivation. No. I thought Seth, Seth Rich uh, released that. That's what got him killed, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. In a video posted on Facebook, Jacqueline made clear which candidate and the intelligence community for uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, go down. Let's listen to that. Mm -hmm. In terms of national security and foreign policy, Hillary Clinton is a known quantity. She's the ultimate Washington insider in this, and there's no one who has more foreign policy expertise. So when the national security community and the intelligence community goes to work with her, they know what they're dealing with. She knows what she's dealing with. She knows the, the, the positives, the negatives, their, um, their abilities, their weaknesses. Donald Trump is the ultimate wild card. He's unfamiliar with how the intelligence community works, and their great fear is that he could politicize them, as he's done with the debates and his information about the, the Russian hacks. 
uh, Donald Trump is obtaining intelligence briefings while he's on the campaign trail, and he's using that uh, to bolster his political image in a way that no other candidate has done in the past. And the fear is that uh, he could continue doing so once he becomes president and has basically the keys to the kingdom in terms of the intelligence community and their assets. In terms of national security and foreign... Yeah, I gotta stop that. Okay. Fucking dumb bitch. Holy yeah. shit. Retarded. No shit. All right, keep going. Uh, number 15. I won't list every employee in this thread. It's quite extensive. Below, I'll highlight some of the more notable senior management roles at Google, held by former intelligence community. Don Burton, she, her, current Google director, chief of staff, privacy and safety, former Twitter, senior director, trust and safety, three years, former FBI deputy chief of staff to former director James Comey for four years, former DOJ, six years. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Keep going. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Jacob Barrett, current director, Google director of trust and safety, former CIA seven years. Beth Scheimier, current Google intelligence manager, former CIA analyst, five years, former department of state diplomat in Spain, 10 years. Chelsea Magnet, current Google cybersecurity policy manager, former CIA analyst, nine years. Beth, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Beth Scheimier. Scheimier. Uh, current Google intelligence. All right. So analyst for five years, former department of state diplomat for 10 years. No, she was posted in Spain by the CIA for 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's what was going on with her. Mm -hmm. That's why it says that Catherine Tobin. It's weird that they're putting all this out there. She, her current Google head of workspace innovation, former ODNI seven years, former CIA branch chief four years. Um, they put this shit on their LinkedIn. Mm. It's all on their LinkedIn. Uh, Young Suk Lee, current Google director, of global risk analysis, former CIA analyst, 22 years. Wow. Yeah, that man is still CIA. Okay. Uh, and high level too. Crystal Leister, current Google, current Google CIA trust, uh, trust center program manager, former CIA cyber and counterintelligence, nine years. Oh, she was a gun toter. Hmm. Uh, Amber Johnson, current Google head of global communications, former CIA, eight years. Connie LaRosa, Obama Biden alum, current Google national security policy, former Department of Defense, five years, former DHS, seven years. She used to work for the Biden mm -hmm. Obama administration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Robert Chung, current Google key account executive, former NSA director intelligence two years former u.s army intelligence manager 11 years former state department one year yeah adam calabro current google cybercrime manager former nsa analyst seven years kingman wong current, current google, google security, security compliance lead former fbi special agent 25 years heather d'agostino former FBI Intel analyst, 11 years, current Google program manager, Pamela Sierra, current Google program manager, former department of defense, three years, former DHS, three years, Jeremy Warner, current, current Google manager, customer success, former CIA senior intelligence analyst, seven years, Lauren Kelly, current Google office of CFO, former Biden Harris transition team, former director in Obama white house, six years, former DHS, two years. Oh yeah. So folks, what this is proof of is the federal government is involved in Google too. Of course. It's not just Twitter. Of course. It's everywhere. It's, 
this is all the ABC agencies are in the ABC company, which owns everything. Stop, stop, stop. Notice the one that they're skipping over. Hmm. Notice the one they haven't touched yet. Hmm. Facebook has not been touched. yet. Oh, it's coming. But when that one pops, folks, that's going to come. Jim Jordan made mention of it. That's going to come. I'm telling you what. Wait till you find the connections yep. that put Facebook, the CIA, and LifeLog, and LifeLog all out there in the fucking nice little atmosphere. Anyway, um, don't say I didn't warn you. Okay, excellent. Featured sponsor tonight's show. Uh, my Patriot Supply is having some killer clearance sales this week between like between Christmas and New Year's. I'm telling y'all, like now is the time to stock up. It really is. If you don't don't already have enough storable food, get some more. If you think you have enough, you don't get some more. Um, and uh, yeah, My Patriot Supply. Go to defiantprep.life. That is our affiliate link. You don't need a promo code. Defiantprep.life brings you to our affiliate link for My Patriot Supply. So go check that out and uh, go stock up. There you go. Yep. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, again with Diane Kayser. Very excited about that. 5.45 for the lounge. You got Liana's it. lounge. Yep. As we've come to call it, and uh, make sure you check out Liana tomorrow because she should have a long show tomorrow. She she will is fixed. It is yeah. So she'll be on tomorrow. So go check out Liana. Nine oh five is her normal starting time. You got it. Other than that, okay. uh, we'll see you fuckers tomorrow night. You all have a great night for the Mick and V Lynn and yes, Devils in the details. They do ship to Canada. Okay. We do. No, no, no. Um, my Patriot Supply. I they believe do. they do. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. So. One more time. Yeah. For the Mick. And VLAN. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Thanks for watching. I love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need it. Shotgun lays from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late To come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out You can't make it through the slates, snares and alligators But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater, I'm talking growing tomatoes yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later I'll have a fish stick over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be feeling badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rod gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out. Love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need it. Shotgun raids from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Okay. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a white I can show you. If it's needed, when you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F A 
F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South I Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud Land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck the welfare, now I don't need em. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late So come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out you can fuck around